Welcome to this Impossible Life podcast. I'm your host, Lisbeth Koning. In this podcast, I give my musings on mindset strategies to harness the power of I am to create possibilities. Hi, friends. Today, I want to talk about hope. I don't know what's been going on in your life, but things have been pretty hard over here. Um, and all of us have seen what has been going on in the news. And it can be really easy to slip into hopelessness. I feel like a lot of the podcasts that I've been listening to lately have been talking about hope. And so I wanted to come in here and talk about it as well. Hope is, I would say, one of my superpowers. Even in times that are really difficult, there are some things that I find myself doing so that I'm still seeking joy, I'm still moving forward, and I'm not feeling stuck. But your hope is connected to your perception of things. And whether you are an optimistic person or a pessimistic person, And that is going to determine what evidence you see because hope is rooted in data. I know sometimes you might think those hopeful people are just, you know, living in a dream world, but that's not true. Studies have shown that hope is actually rooted in data. It's just what data you're using. So hope requires you to be able to see something that's not right there in front of you. You can see it in enough detail that you can keep moving towards it. And it doesn't have to be the data that you see. Like it could be something like if you reach way back in time, when is something that you've done something similar to what you're wanting to do now or moving forward to, or if you don't have that in your past life, it can be someone else. You can look at someone else who has what you want and see that as proof that you can have it too that you can get there too, that you can develop whatever it is you need to develop in order to get there. That is what suggests the possibility. It's that bit of data. Because optimism is basically having an orientation in life where your future that you see works out. <laughs> That's simple as that, right? That it, you believe that it will work out. And hope asks us to take bigger risks. Like when you have hope, you can take the risks that you need to take in order to get there. So having hope is is important. And having optimism, now that is a resource. So if you have it, you want to preserve it. And if you don't, you want to build it. So an essential piece here for me is knowing that you have choices. When you are allowing yourself to stay in a victim mentality where you have some reason why everything in your life is a certain way and it's not anything under your control, that's when it's so easy to slip into that hopelessness. But as soon as you recognize that you still have a choice, even if it's the tiniest of choices, that's when you know you still have hope. And you know I love listening to Gabby Bernstein. And she has this method called the choose again method that I think is the ultimate tool of hope. You can always choose again in every single moment 
right? Let's say that you, I don't know, like blow up to your, at your partner or your kids or something, right? You can choose again. You can say, nope, that's not how I want to be. I'm going to choose again. I'm going to choose to be a different way in this moment. I'm going to choose to feel a different way. I'm going to choose to react a different way, right? You have that choice. So the choose again method is like this tool of freedom that can bring you to that hope you need to keep moving forward because every day we have choices and how you are exercising those choices is up to you. So you can choose to take small actions or you can choose to make up stories as to why you can't take those actions. And sometimes it might take a lot of creativity or asking for help or like a few steps before you get to that step. But the key is that you're taking those steps. You're doing something. And our choices always impact the other choices. So it's important to recognize that and be aware. And just be honest with yourself. Oh yeah, like I definitely chose to scroll TikTok on my phone last night, which then led to me being super tired when my alarm went off this morning and hitting the snooze and not having time for that workout that I said I was going to do in the morning. See where I'm getting at here? And you can follow this line of reasoning in anything in your life, right? One choice is going to impact another. And so as you are aware of this, like just stating that out loud might make you make a different choice the next night. That is how I have gotten myself into the bedtime, the routine that I have. I used to have one more thing that I would always do. I'd like do this and I would like go into my social media and I'd get lost in the chain of things, right? And then I would be tired. And so I realized this, recognized this and made adjustments. I made a bedtime alarm and then I made a pre-bedtime alarm so that I had a little bit of warning before the bedtime alarm went. So by the time the bedtime alarm went, I was like ready to stand up, walk to the bathroom and get ready. Because that is the key. That's what it took for me to be able to, you know, take those steps I needed to take. All of our choices impact each other. And awareness is the first step to being able to make those adjustments. What steps are you taking? What choices are you making? What choices can you make? What choices are you telling yourself that you don't have that really you do? Because how we look at the world and how we look at our life makes a difference. Hi friends, I wanted to take a break from this episode to tell you about an opportunity I have for you to work with me in person this summer. I will be leading my Impossible Summer Renewal Retreat in Empire, Michigan from July 25 through 28. This retreat will be focused on renewal. So give yourself the gift of intentional time focused on renewal, renewing the body, the mind, and the soul. It will take place in one of the most beautiful, not-to-be-missed areas of the United States, the Sleep and Bear Dunes National Lakeshore area. If you have not seen this before, you must. Each day, we are going to intentionally move our bodies. We're going to be hiking, swimming, doing yoga, kayaking. So we're going to renew our body as the first step, but that isn't completely connected unless we focus on the mind and the soul as well. So we will be doing mindfulness activities, meditation activities, and being fueled with amazing, delicious food cooked by Chef Elsie. And doing this all within the context of connection. Human connection is incredibly important. 
So through this work, we're going to, you'll be connecting with people at a deep level and hopefully even stay in contact for support later. You might say this is the adult version of summer camp. So if you're at all interested in something like this or know someone who might be, please reach out to me on social on Instagram. It's at Lisbeth underscore Koning, and I'll give you all the information about the I'm Possible Summer Renewal Retreat. All right. Do I have you convinced? Are you ready to, to have hope? You want to cultivate it? You got to start with goals. Because if, if you don't have an end in, in sight, then, then where are you going, right? You have to have a goal that you're working towards. And it's okay to, even if you want to, you can set a date for that goal. As long as you're flexible, because that's the second thing you need. You need to understand that there's always uncertainty. But if you put that into your planning, then you're going to have more success, right? So if you had a goal set for a certain time and for some reason it didn't happen, like you still have to look back and say, okay, well, what did happen? What steps did I take on the way to that goal? Excellent. Let's celebrate that. And I'm still working toward this goal because I'm not there yet. I have that for, I'm actually like almost to this goal that I have been working on for like two years. And I'm so proud of myself because I kept knowing deep inside myself that I would get that goal. I knew I would. And I knew that every step that I was taking was getting me there. And so when I, and I set so many dates for that goal, I can't even tell you so many dates, right? And the time would come and go. But the key was I didn't get down on myself and I didn't give up. I celebrated the progress that I had made and I looked at what I needed to readjust and I kept going. And now I am two weeks away, one and a half, very, very close to reaching that goal. So you want to have goals and you want to understand that there's always uncertainty. We can't know everything that's going to happen. We cannot control everything, right? We like to think that we can. And often when we are in state of stress or a global pandemic, we will try to control everything. And that, that kind of control is not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is taking the time to sit here and think, what do I have control over and what don't I? And what you don't have control over, letting go or shifting so that you can get control if you need it. And then controlling the things you do have control over. You do have control over what you put in your body. You do have control over how you schedule your day, right? Yes, of course, there are some things that have to get done. But then you look at the whole picture and you think, what do I say yes to and what do I have to say no to? right? You, you bring intention to that. And you want to focus on those things that you can control. Finding a time in your day to get in movement. Finding a time in your weekend to meal plan and to go grocery shopping so that you're fueling yourself with the food that's going to help your brain be its best, right? The possibility is there. It just takes some planning and some intention. The opposite of that is living in fear, living in hopelessness, right? But how does that serve you, right? If you go, maybe you're the type of person that's like, oh, but if I, and then you go down this whole, if I rabbit hole, any of you, is that you? (laughs) I know you're out there. 
You got to stop yourself on that because how is that serving you, right? Instead, go step by step. Is this something you want? How are you going to get there? Work backwards from there. Shift your, your focus. Shift your, your belief. The story that we tell when we're anxious or we're depressed does not match real life. And we have to recognize that. And sometimes it takes extra help to recognize that. Maybe you need to be seeing a therapist. Maybe you need to be talking to a friend or talking this out with your partner and saying, this is what I want and this is what my brain is telling me. Because sometimes that outside person can help you recognize, oh, wow, okay, yeah, this this anxious state of mine is not matching. what, it, what The data that I'm giving myself does not, not match real life. And that's sometimes where we get stuck. And that's where asking for help can be really helpful. You want to find those moments in your past where you did do the thing you said you were going to do, that you did set a goal and reach it, that you did set steps, right? Look for that proof. And if you can't find it in your life, find it in someone else's. Use their story, borrow their belief so that you can have your belief and you can have your hope. I want to take a pause from this episode to tell you about how you can also work with me virtually. Um, if you listen to my, uh, the episode about gut health, you know that I went through a gut protocol, what we eat and, and how we treat our gut really affects how we think and how we feel and our, just our general overall happiness. (laughs) It was incredible to me, um, going through that process of healing my gut and getting off of coffee and sugar and, and alcohol and like feeling how high my energy got and how good I was feeling. And so if this is something that your maybe your digestion or your energy levels or any of that that you have been noticing about yourself and you want to work on, we can do the gut protocol together. Um, if you are just looking for workouts that you want to do, I run wellness groups every month and we look at what plan for eating and what plan for movement is going to work for you and really individualize it to your work, your life in the context of being in this great community. So again, reach out to me if you are wanting to work on your health and wellness at all. So another piece of this no understanding that there is uncertainty is kind of looking ahead and thinking what might the barriers be for me having this right so let's say that it is um making a workout um a calendar for yourself right and you have young kids and you work full time and you're the one who does the cooking for the whole family whatever it is right all your what are the things that might get in your way right? Maybe bedtime has been really hard with your little one, right? And so you're not getting them to bed till late, which means you're not getting to bed late until until late. And then it's hard for you to get up in the morning, right? So this is this recognizing this barrier and leaving yourself some sort of a buffer, right? Okay, so I'm going to work on moving bedtime for my little one up. These are the steps it's going to take to move the bedtime up. And then I'm going to set this goal to maybe my first goal is to work out five times, five mornings a week, but that is my ultimate goal. And then I want to at least get that three days a week. See how you have a buffer of two days. So even if you don't get your five days, you're still like reaching your goal because your other goal was three days a week, right? So finding those barriers and then making yourself a buffer. 
making it part of it. Because then if you do get all five days, then you can be like extremely proud of yourself and really celebrate. But you want to make sure that you build those buffers in for yourself. Like I'm going to follow this meal plan six of the days, six of the seven days, right? I'll have one day where I fall off, but then you end up having this party and that party and, and you fall off more than that, right? Well, what you want to have for yourself is that you've already decided that if you fall off more than that many days, you're going to use that as information to move forward, but you're not going to beat yourself up. You're not going to just quit because, hey, all or nothing. I didn't do it. So why even try? Might as well just go off this all the way, right? Well, that doesn't serve you. So having that uh, the the un, the power of uncertainty, knowing that that's going to be there and allowing for that grace for yourself and using all of that information as feedback for moving forward. How can you have a week where there's less days that you fall off what you want to eat? How did you feel when you did fall off? That's information. I know that has helped me a lot. Like at the end of the year, there's usually tons of like chocolate and cookies and baked goods in the teacher's lounge. And and every day I'll like have one. But by the time at the end of the week, I'm like so brain fogged. I can't even think straight. And I look back and I'm like, okay, wow. I've been having like a treat every single day. Did this serve me? No. All right. Next year when this situation comes up, I'm having a plan. I'm coming into it and I'm going to have some rules for myself. Like I will have a treat two of the days. And the other days I'm saying no, whatever it is, you figure it out for yourself. Like that's, that's the beauty of it. You make a plan that works for you and makes you feel your best. Okay, so we've talked about having goals. We've talked about understanding that there's always uncertainty and looking at those barriers that could come up and making a flexible plan for yourself. Another thing you need is you need to um, really recognize where your attention is going. What are you focusing on? And making sure that you're focusing on what's serving you. Like in my last example, focusing on what we call failure often isn't going to serve you. Focusing on what you did do well will serve you. Because you can celebrate, hey, I did do this. I made this choice. This really helped me. And this is why, right? That's training your brain. That's Training your brain to focus on the good things and to keep having more of those good things. Because where you put your attention is what will grow. So you don't want to be putting your attention on what you didn't do. You want to put your attention on what you did do. And you want to surround yourself with people who are supporting you. Because if they're pointing out what you didn't do, that's not helpful either. So you want to pay attention to who is supporting you and surround yourself with those people. And that, and then focus on that data that's proving that what you want is possible. And along with that, seek community. Be around the people that show you that this future is possible. Surround yourself with those people, the ones who believe it, who see it, maybe who are even living it. And they can help you fill in the gaps. They can help you think creatively. That is why I freaking love my coaching team, right? I don't do this alone. Like I, I run wellness groups. I help people get in control of their mindset, figure out what their blocks are, work through them, but I'm not doing any of it alone. I'm running this with other people. I'm coming up with creative ideas with other people. And that keeps me excited about it and it keeps it fun. And it keeps me growing and knowing that I can 
set bigger and bigger goals for myself because I'm seeing others set those goals for themselves and reach them. And I'm seeing others celebrate my wins and tell me that I can reach bigger goals. So the thing, the examples that I have been giving so far have been small examples, right? Within your own life, um, examples of trying to get a workout in, right? But yes, there are much larger issues happening all around us that we're facing. The stories about the massacres of children in schools, of black people in a grocery store, it's so overwhelming. And don't let that overwhelm turn you into inaction. Action is where the hope is. Listening to podcasts about it, listening to people who are in the front lines doing something about this, joining an organization that is going to, that is taking steps, writing to politicians, doing something. The hope comes in the action. And so often we move into hopelessness and inaction. So the final thing that I want to talk about is, is doing something. It's even if it's like the examples I was giving is in your small, in your own life, but also do this for the bigger things. Same with the environment, right? The little actions that we can do will make a difference. We have to all keep moving forward and keep demanding that something happens and not letting the drama of it get us excited for a little bit and then to forget about it and move on. We have to take action and we have to keep taking action. We have to keep voicing what is okay and what is not okay and what we will not accept. We have to have hope. We cannot let ourselves fall into hopelessness. And we can use those other countries that have figured this out, who had mass school shootings and put in legislation that's reduced it from happening or stopped it all right, right? There are countries that have done this. We can look to them for our hope. It is possible. All right, friends, that is what I have for you today. I hope that you hope, I hope, hope that you found some of that useful, helpful. You can cultivate hope You can control certain things in your life. You can take small steps. You can move forward. You can look at someone else's life as a model, an example, as data that what you want is possible. You can move into optimism. If you find yourself being pessimistic, that is not who you are. That is just the story you're telling right now. You can shift that story. You can. You can shift your mindset. Just have a growth mindset. Understand that this is something that you can change. And listening to different podcasts, people like Gabby Bernstein, Brené Brown, Glennon Doyle, listen to these people, let them guide you, have a therapist, go to therapy, talk it out. All of these things are going to help you shift your story. You don't have to stay stuck. I would love if you left a review on whatever podcast um, app you're listening to this on, or if you take a screenshot, share it to your stories and tag me on Instagram. I'm at Lisbeth underscore Koning. 
and um, reach out to me on there. I would love to hear from you and hear what you think and have you pass it on. Have a great week.